Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Creating a video game character that stands apart from the pack and truly captures players' imaginations is way harder than it looks. That's why it's especially impressive when some of these beloved characters don't even come from the dev team. These iconic video game characters were all the brain children of people outside the development process itself, whether mere consumers or members of the press, who did so out of a pure love for the game. I'm Jess from What Culture, and here are 10 iconic video game characters created by fans. Number 10, Ms. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man. As much as Ms. Pac-Man might seem like a natural extension of the original game and it arrived only two years after, this actually wasn't the case. What would become Ms. Pac-Man started out life as an unofficial mod for Pac-Man called Crazy Otto, which was developed by General Computer Corporation, a small company of hobbyists who specialized in creating unlicensed custom mod kits for arcade games. Crazy Otto featured cutscenes with Crazy Otto's female counterpart, and though Atari initially sued GCC for violating their copyrights, they ultimately ended up hiring the company to develop games for them. This led to GCC repurposing Crazy Otto into a Pac-Man sequel, initially entitled Super Pac-Man. But the prospect of Pac-Man having his own female equivalent stuck, and so Ms. Pac-Man was born. Hair bow and all. Number 9. Ermac Mortal Kombat The creation of Mortal Kombat Secret Fighter Ermac is a fascinating one, involving not only creator Ed Boon, but also journos and fans of the game. In the original 1992 Mortal Kombat, the game's diagnostics menu contained the message Ermax, a contraction of Error Macro. And because this was written next to the name of secret character Reptile, fans began seeking out another hidden character called Ermac. Though developer Midway removed mentions of Ermac from later versions of the game, the whispers had stuck and fans started talking about Ermac the world over. This only snowballed when Electronic Gaming Monthly magazine published a doctored screenshot of what was supposed to be Ermac, a red-tinted palette swap of Scorpion. At this point, players started frantically trying to figure out how to unlock Ermac, some even inventing false sightings of him for kicks. But it wasn't until the release of Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 that Ed Boon finally included the character, making him accessible through a cheat code and resembling the red-tinted Scorpion that fans and press alike believed him to be. Ermac's design has changed plenty over the years, but the fact that he ended up existing at all is really a testament to what can happen when you've got a really enthusiastic fan base. Number 8. Clem, Warframe 
Warframe's beloved Grenier defect to Clem originated from a meme where fans were making fun of the Grenier's tendency to say Clem instead of them. In late 2013, this led to player and artist Data Reaper creating the comic The Chronicles of Clem, depicting a Grenier soldier who wished to defect to the Tenno, the faction the player belongs to. Data Reaper continued to release comics and iterate on his design until developers Digital Extremes decided to include Clem in the game for real, using Data Reaper's own designs and weapons of choice while also keeping his characterization consistent with the comic. Just shy of two years after the first comic was released, Clem joined Warframe as an NPC in a quest where players must help him get his weapons back. Even many years later, Clem remains one of the game's most beloved NPCs in the game's lore. Number 7. The 501st Legion Star Wars Battlefront The 501st Legion was a Stormtrooper cosplay unit created by fans Albin Johnson and Tom Cruise back in 1997. Not that Tom Cruise. Who celebrated Star Wars by dressing up primarily as Stormtroopers, but sometimes other characters, while hanging out and undertaking charity work. Today, the 501st counts more than 10,000 members across the globe. The organization became so famous that George Lucas himself actually decided to make the squadron canon, casting them as elite soldiers operating under the Empire. In 2005, the 501st Legion got their major coming out party, not only appearing in Revenge of the Sith, but also showing up in the game Star Wars Battlefront 2, with its campaign centered around the experiences of a 501st veteran. Since then, the unit has also appeared in The Clone Wars and The Mandalorian, lending personality to what would otherwise have been an anonymous squadron. Very cool. Number 6. Bob the Snail Maple Story. Now you can't be a MapleStory fan without knowing the great tale of Bob the Snail. While battling through the high-level dungeon Drake's Meal Table, players began to discover the presence of a small green level 1 snail, which had absolutely no business being there. Fans couldn't figure out whether this was a bug or not, though promptly took to calling the cute little creature Bob. And sometime later in an update, developers Wizard decided to incorporate Bob the Snail into the game. The update added the questline Jay's Curiosity, where players needed to defeat a snail called Bob and collect his snail shell. Rather than a simple copy-paste of the original snail, however, this version of Bob could move faster, jump, and spawn an additional 11 snails upon his death. Number 5. Akuma – Street Fighter Akuma made his Street Fighter debut in Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, where he showed up as an unannounced unnamed fighter that could replace M. Bison as the game's final boss. But Akuma wasn't recently thrown in by Capcom willy-nilly. He ended up in the game following a 1992 prank by, you guessed it, Electronic Gaming Monthly, who ran an April Fool's joke proclaiming that Street Fighter 2 had a bonus boss which could be unlocked by following a comically convoluted series of steps. Now, in total fairness, EGM claimed the character in question was actually Ryu and Ken's supposed master, an apocryphal character named Shang Long, who, if successfully unlocked, would similarly take Bison's place as the final boss. Fans excitedly wrote to the video game magazine trying to get confirmation on what was going on with Shang Long, which of course was revealed to be just a joke. However, the hoax caught the attention of Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo's designer, Noritaka Funamizu, who enlisted his team to introduce a proximate character into the game to appease fans disappointed by the hoax. And so Akuma was born. As for Shang Long, Capcom has consciously decided to keep him a mystery, though an adjacent master character for Ryu and Ken was revealed in Street Fighter 4, 
Gokin. Number four, giant death robots. Civilization V. Giant death robots were introduced in Civilization V as an elite unit and represented by far the toughest unit in the game. They were an extremely powerful and fast-moving melee machine equipped with missiles, Gatling gun arms, and laser eyes that more than lives up to its imposing namesake. But giant death robots weren't the mere creation of developers for Axis Games. They were first dreamt up by Perfection, a member of the Civ Fanatics message board, who in 2004 made a now legendary thousand-word essay post where he outlined his desire for the murderous machines to join the fray. Though Firaxis ultimately toned down his vision somewhat, there's no sign of Power Rangers anywhere, the broader strokes are all there, and a revised Pacific Rim-style variant was subsequently introduced for the sixth game. For a glorified joke slash potentially drunken rant to actually result in a new character in a video game is pretty darn impressive, and a testament to how far some devs will go to appease their fans. Number 3. Roach Boy Hearthstone in June 2015, a Redditor called SpiritorXYZ took to the Hearthstone subreddit to detail a particularly strange interaction they had with another player. After winning an arena game that by their own admission they may not have deserved to, their opponent added them only to call them a jobless roach and roach boy while insisting they should be working instead of playing the game. The post quickly went viral, with players even creating their own custom Roach Boy cards. A few months later, Blizzard themselves got in on the joke by making Roach Boy canon in the Hearthstone universe. An August 2015 patch changed the Finding Opponent wheel, which includes a list of fictional potential opponents while players wait to be matched with a human, including gag names such as Damp Druid, Perky Priest, Mediocre Monk, and so on. What they altered it to, of course, was including Roach Boy as a possible opponent. And now, of course, Roach Boy Boy was also in with the lot, not appearing in the game, but still very much a part of the universe. Number two, Leroy Jenkins, World of Warcraft. Even if you've never played a single minute of World of Warcraft yourself, I'm betting you've probably heard of Leroy Jenkins. Now, Leroy Jenkins was a meme before memes were even really a thing. It even appeared as an answer in a 2005 episode of Jeopardy. Leroy Jenkins became an overnight internet sensation in 2005 when a video was posted online of the eponymous player character ignoring his group's carefully laid raid plan and simply running into the fight while shouting, Leroy Jenkins. Unsurprisingly, this resulted in the entire party getting wiped as they attempted to save Leroy, while Leroy himself immediately became a prominent entity in the World of Warcraft community. This resulted in Jenkins being included in a bunch of Blizzard card games and later included in World of Warcraft itself as an NPC character. In 2014's Warlords of Draenor expansion, players can resurrect Leroy's corpse, kickstarting a 15-minute timer after which Leroy will suicidally charge into battle if you haven't cleared out the area. Keeping Leroy alive, however, will allow you to recruit him as a garrison follower. Number 1. Juju Skullgirls And finally, we have one of the more interesting examples of characters that have been created by fans and put into the game, and then removed. Strap in, because this is a weird one. For 2D fighting game Skullgirls, sniper character Juju was created by CC McNeil, a fan who simply posted the idea for her on the game's official Facebook page pre-release. The post quickly gained traction, with concept designs being sketched by other fans and developers Reverge Labs, aka Lab Zero Games, ultimately deciding to include Juju in the game, first by way of several references which confirmed her to be canon. Juju was then listed as a potential DLC character that could be voted into the game, 
at which point McNeil asked for financial compensation for coming up with the character. Though the developers initially tried to work with McNeil to figure something out, those plans were ultimately pulled when McNeil broke a non-disclosure agreement and posted about the meetings she'd had with the team. The decision was made to scrap Juju's inclusion in the game, including all previous references to her that were already in there. Despite this, Juju still endures as an icon of Skullgirls, no matter that she actually never got to appear as a legit character. Even a cursory Twitter search today, almost eight years after the deal fell apart, shows fans regularly lamenting her cancellation. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money.